0: message to students spring semester 2021 finishing up the first week of the semester and i need to give you all heads up i have one two three four five points to make and i'll try and get to the point i will send each and every one of you a link to a digital copy of what i'm about to say in case i talk too fast or do not pronounce things in a way you can understand. Number one, I have to turn in attendance this week. Now, if you read the syllabus carefully, it is defined as the student turning in at least two assignments in the first week. My assignments are easy, and they don't take long, but you have to turn in the assignments to show you are engaged. This documents that you're, you're not just how you were in class. It's how we define being in a class. The college says that's due by 5 o'clock, January 22nd. I can probably wait until Monday because I have that kind of weight to throw around. I'm what they call a silverback. Yeah. But I got to turn in attendance, so you got to turn in an assignment or you will be dropped from the class. Get on that. Number two, make sure you access the rubric and the comments on the work you see. I'm grading work early this week because I want people to have a chance to fix things and resubmit. The assignments are due Thursday and Friday, but often the Dropbox stays open a little longer. That doesn't mean you have, it means get it in. If you're in the process, you're whatever, it gives you a little bit of wiggle room, but stay out of the wiggle room. Consider the due dates to be when things are due But if you got it done, turn it in. In college writing classes, it's never really done. It's just due. You should start when something's assigned. You start by thinking first and blah, blah, blah. Turn it in. I do rubrics, which explain how grades are assigned and what you missed out points on. Learn to access them, read those so that you get all the points next time. If it's not the due date, you can resubmit for full credit also i often give comments not every time i will add a link whatever but look learn how to find that information and you need to you might need to access that through the original dropbox i am not sure that canvas allows you to see all of the rich feedback i give you if you just go to the gradebook to check your grades i could be wrong i'm not sure it's a different experience from the student perspective no matter how we look at it Number three, file names are important. Most of the people who are not getting 100% on this first assignment are not paying attention to the file name protocol, which is what you want to be called, period, short abbreviated name for the assignment, period, the date with periods. There should be no punctuation in your file name other than periods. With legacy software, any punctuation, a bracket, a comma, parentheses, that will mess things up. Some new, newer, more uh, responsive software will not have a problem with that, but get in the habit. The only thing you put in file names are periods as far as punctuation and get in the habit of putting your name at the beginning of every file name because whatever you're doing, whatever you're turning in, the people want to be able to sort by who you are. It gives you credit. Now, once you get a job in the real world, Businesses and organizations that deal in documents demand following a company file name protocols. It's not hard, and it makes life easier for everyone. For example, if I put everyone's file in the same folder and two files have the same name, the oldest file will get overwritten, and it disappears. Furthermore, get in the habit of putting your name in files and in your file name so that when you do work, you get credit for it and also with your name in the file name i can be looking for specific work i can find out whose paper it is without opening the document i don't want to have to open a document just to see who wrote it that i don't have that kind of time to waste if you're by the way heads up you want to get a job and you're asked to turn in a digital copy of your resume your name needs to be in the file name i've been on several hiring committees it people who it it makes a huge difference putting your name in your file name it's public recognition PR it's professional it's super useful and not putting your name in the file name is something boomers do you guys are supposed to be tech savvy okay but in case lecturing and repeating things over and over again doesn't work just be aware that it affects your grade in my class I think not putting your name in the file name and not following protocol is a bit passive aggressive. And my way of dealing with that is putting it in the rubric. And after a while, I'll take it out of the rubric, but I will dock you a letter grade if you don't follow file name protocols. It makes my life more difficult. All right, number four, I highly recommend signing up for the Remind text messaging service. It handles links and images much better than the Canvas email system. Canvas has, has gaps. It has gaps. It, it does a lot of things really well, but the email client is not as uh, responsive as I'd like. I will, in the link that you get, the, the text for this, I'll give you the two links. I have one link for my 106 students and one link for my 121 students, so that I can give specific information. This is great for being reminded about due dates, if there is an emergency or I get sick and I'm not going to be in lesson in, in office hours. Or well, if you we were doing face to face, I also use it to let people know it, it's an ice storm and I'm not coming in no matter what the school says. I've never called off school when this college was open. However, I typically call classes well before the college gets around to it because I look at the ice and think there's no way in hell I'm going to have my students risk their lives just uh, yeah i'm a little bit quicker on that kind of stuff so it's 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 much quicker there's data you can get that you can't get through the email it's convenient it's not required and all the content that you get through there is also available in canvas but it's just so much easier to access and more user friendly through the remind text messaging system and it's private i don't know your emails i don't know your phone numbers but it's useful The last thing I want to mention, and this is a big one, no time travel is required for this class. People are emailing me freaked out because they see that something that's not showing up in the modules is saying it was due back in 2020. You do not have to get a time machine and go back to 2020. It's not in the modules because it's not in my class, All right. I want students to access homework through the modules or the home page. I, however I know you can find things other ways you can go to the calendar you can go to the gradebook that's useful for some things but don't rely on it go to my class to the modules and the reason you do that is because that's where the instructional material is sometimes I tell people I set a rule you have to go through all the, the module in order to access grades or homework assignments because What I discovered last semester is I had students doing homework without reading the instructions. There are instructions in the thing called lesson plan. And it shows how the lessons and the assignments fit together and why we're doing things. And that's really important to doing them well. So I want students to get out of the habit of going to the gradebook to access their drop boxes. That's not a productive, sustainable practice. I want you to to learn things. Okay, I don't want you to just show me. And it's not such a big deal the first week, but in the semester, you can. It's going to be more important that you engage with the content before you do the assessment part of it, because this it shouldn't. This class shouldn't be about t- me verifying how smart you are. It should be me assessing how well you do tasks that we cover in class. Okay, and it's not hard. Get in the habit of accessing content through the module and, and and that way you find you understand and you get the feedback that's how you get the feedback too now there is artifacts there have been artifacts things that show up in the calendar and in the grade book that are not relevant to my classes this semester this there's a reason for this i'm doing things the right way but that's not always the way it works out for everybody else i create lesson plans and lessons and assignments in a digital scrap sandbox they call it a source course and then i import it into my class now when that happens sometimes lesson plans from before of due dates they, they show up in the class i I'm going to clean that up as I go along, so I would like to thank you and let you know that I really do appreciate when you tell me about, hey, this thing says it's due in October of 2020. Thanks for giving me a heads up. But Don't panic. Keep telling me when things like that show up, and I'll try and keep things cleaned up. But don't panic because you see something was due last semester. You are not required to travel through time. All right. 2020 was was a rough year for a lot of people. I would not make anyone do that all over again. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your attention. Again, if you have questions, reach out to me. I think you guys have been doing a wonderful job doing that. And, and just keep plugging along. You know, 80% of life is just showing up. So show up, check things out, start early, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun.